Hey guys, what's up? I love to do y'all this is back here. Welcome back to another video. So I hope one of you are having a great day so far. Well, it's kind of early morning here in the UAE. It's actually very early morning by the time you've seen this. Maybe not so early, but early. I'm recording this one week before the Apple event on September 7th. So ladies and gentlemen, that's right. Apple has officially announced their event on September 7th and the name of the event is called Far Out with stars as the background. And we've always been able to look at these posters that Apple has continuously done and seen, hey yeah, there's some details and some stuff we can make out that might point to something else. And after spending way too long on research, we've got some stuff. Why did I pronounce it wrong? We've got some stuff to talk about. And it ranges from wow to wow-er to I don't want to buy this phone. <laughs> you were thinking wow wow and wow-er. -er. Nope. I don't want to buy this phone. So I'm going to go with the regular iPhone and the iPhone 14 Max. Bye bye mini. And then the Pro, the Pro Max, and then the Watch A, and even maybe a Watch A Pro. Let's hope for the best. Let's get right into this video right now. Hi guys, welcome back. Okay, so let's get right into it. I'm going to try to fly through these as much as possible as it is one week before, but I want to try to keep it as much as possible, straightforward and simple. And by the time you actually watching this video, it's going to be on the day of the event. So, mind you. Um, so I want to actually put that out there. This is one week before the event, but you're going to be seeing on the day of the event. So any rumor or anything that might have leaked in that one week, not really sure about it. The first thing and the very first thing you have to keep in mind is what in the world is this? Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't figured it out already, Apple is not trying to be the nice guy anymore. Like they're trying to make their phone seem affordable and stuff like that. They even, they even removed the 64 gigabyte model from all their phones last year and gave you 128 out of the box. Great heroes, Apple. But this phone, specifically the 14 and the upcoming 14 Max, we'll get to, they're not going to be as great. Rumors have it that the phone is going to be literally the same as it was last year. It's going to have an A15 Bionic, it's going to have the same carousel, it's going to have the same notch, the same screen, the lightning port or Type-C port. And it's gonna cost just about the same as it was last year. So, here's the thing. Like I mentioned, there is no more mini. I'm right now using a phone, the mini, to record this video, but the mini is going. And the fan base of a mini has always been there. But I don't think Apple has, I think Apple's been watching and seeing that not a lot of people are buying a mini compared to buying a bigger phone with the power of a lower end phone. Which is, Something we see every day. This right here is the something S20 FE. This phone is a budget phone and it doesn't cost a leg and it's still a big screen. And I think Apple has realized that people don't want a small phone that has power like a regular phone. They want a big phone that has the power of a okay phone. Because let's be honest, some people sometimes just want to buy the max model because of the biggest screen. I've actually seen that a lot of people just buy the Pro Max because it has a big screen, but then they rarely ever use 
the incredible features that that phone has, like incredible cinematic mode of 4K. So, in that case, then by doing this, by giving the phone the 14 and the 14 Max, and by making the 14 Max, Apple is applying their strategy in being able to make the phone bigger and have the same performance as the regular 14 and sell it to more people. Because I think more people want a big phone that has the power of an okay and not overkill features that they're never going to use. So the lineup will start from the 14 and the 14 Max. Now, I know by having the same chip, the A15, what are you really adding or what are you going to be doing to make to make it better? We might see maybe some small changes in the sensors. Um, people are saying that they're going to get 48 megapixel sensors. Meaning Apple, they're not going to. Because Apple has a strict thing in this, which they want their phones to be simple and they don't want to give the base phones too much power. What they might do is they give it a slight spec bump like 24 megapixels or 30 megapixels. But I draw the line at 30 megapixels for both of the 14 and 14 Max. And a side note, by the way, the 14 Max is going to have a bigger speaker set, okay? Better battery, bigger screen, and maybe a big, bigger sensor. Who knows? But if Apple's not going to change the chip, which, mind you, the A15 is a very powerful chip, it's not going to be the powerful chip you got in the Pro's last year. If you've got a Pro, 13 Pro, the A15 was way faster. And you're not going to get that. You're going to get the old A15 from last year. Why? And then this is causing me like so much irritation. I'm not going to upgrade my phone this year. And my mom, she's going to upgrade this phone this year. And I was just thinking like, man, this is, if she like, because she always goes for a Pro, but she was like, I was telling her about the Mac, and if she likes the Mac, she would get the Mac. And she said that's actually a good idea, because she rarely uses the Pro features as well. And I'm thinking, if it's just last year's phone, buy last year's phone. You can go into Amazon and find the 13 Mini and the 13 for way cheaper than what they were once selling for. Because the moment the 14s drop, the price is going to go pew. And it's all going to go, the price of the 14 go pew. And it's not going to be made any difference. You might think by getting rid of the Mini, they might move the 14 down and then move everything else also one step down. Haha, <laughs> not Apple. That's a Samsung move, not an Apple move. Um, Apple has going to be selling the iPhone 14 apparently at $7.99. Then the uh, Mac is going to be at $8.99. Pro is still going to be at $9.99. The Pro Max is going to be at $1,999. No, $1,999. $1,999. And that's with all 128 gigs standard. And the same poultry, 60 gigabits of RAM. Come on, Apple. The flip, the Samsung flip. It's a folding phone, has eight gigabytes of RAM. The cheapest phone you can pick up on the market has eight gigabytes of RAM. You can pick up an Infinity from three years ago. I love Infinity, by the way, good phones. You can make up an Infinity from four years ago and it would have eight gigabytes of RAM, Apple. Get yourself straight. Like, honestly, I gotta say, Apple does make good use of the six gigabytes of RAM they do have. It performs wonders compared to any other phone I've tried, but, it means that Samsung, which has 12 to even 16 gigabits of RAM, they can render and do more complex things that Apple phones can't do because of the RAM cap. I pray that even if it's in the Pro models at least, you get 8 gigabits of RAM. That will be amazing. And 
that brings me swiftly on to the pro models. Pro models are gonna be getting a lot of changes. Rumors have it that they're not gone from the pro models. It might stay in the regular 14 and 14 max, but the pros and the pro max is gonna stay way gone. It's gonna become a whole bunch with the classic Apple circular kind of boxy circular uh, speaker cutout for your calls, and that's gonna be it. The front camera is also gonna be upgraded from whatever it is can play. I don't know what it is, I'm not memorizing that spec, to maybe 32 megapixels, which will be incredible. The screen of the front is also gonna be 100% the same with ProMotion 120 hertz, but the back is where you're gonna find the difference. Still, three cameras. Okay. You can yell at Apple. I'm not gonna do. I'm gonna fight up fighting with them. But the main camera is gonna be replaced with a 48 or 50 megapixel camera. And also the ultra wide and zoom are gonna be upgraded, but we don't know how by how much yet. That's amazing. Thank you, Apple. 50 megapixels is gonna be incredible. But you have to remember one thing. When you have a camera from a smartphone, even if a sensor has 180 megapixels, the company will always use software to downgrade the pixels. So even if you have a Samsung S22 Ultra with 108 megapixels, the photos you're getting on your phone are only 12 megapixels. They're scaling them down. So even if Apple probably puts a 50 megapixel sensor in their phone, you're only gonna be getting 12 megapixel photos as settled. Mind you, 12 megapixel photos on that phone with a 50 megapixel sensor shooting it will look really good and really clean compared to a regular 12 megapixel sensor but I still think that Apple should not cap it. And then they're gonna cap it, make it a bit higher, like 20 or 24 megapixels downgrade. But what else is there? A16. A lot of people are saying that the A16 chip is gonna be wondrous and it's gonna perform incredible over anything we've ever seen before. Now, it's gonna be on the same as the A15 with the performance, but maybe instead of it being five nanometers, four nanometers. We've already seen Samsung do it. I think Apple's gonna be the next. What happens is when Apple does something in the smartphone world, every other phone proceeds to do it. And it's kind of crazy actually if you think about it, there's so many instances. The removal of the headphone jack, the removal of the button on the bottom. So many other stuff that I can't think of right now. A lot of it, a lot of phones don't have a home button or a headphone jack because Apple removed in the first place. So, my bold take and that apple has ceased to think about it in a way that they'll do it and then they i forgot what i talked about they're gonna do it and then everyone else is gonna follow suit but the biggest thing the charging cord now apple was already banned in the eu not banned yet but if apple doesn't switch their port from lightning to type c oh they won't be able to sell anywhere in the eu's local areas in Europe. So, bummer, but Apple, you better fix it. I don't want to have a portless iPhone. Yes, I'm going there. We think there's going to be a portless iPhone maybe this year. And that means MagSafe is going to be your only best friend. And if they don't include a MagSafe puck in the box, I'm going to blow a fuse. If Apple puts Type-C, that's great. Good for them, but even if they do put Pepsi this year, expect it to be gone by next year or the year after because Apple wants to standardize their own chip, their own plug. Apple doesn't want to have to use the same plug as Samsung. 
The reason that Lightning Port is so iconic is because it's Apple's own. No one else can use it. So, because every other Android phone has a Type-C port, Apple doesn't want to use a Type-C port because it'll make their phone feel like an Android. The only thing will be different is iOS. Because if you think about it, a 15 megapixel sensor sends something right up a camera on an Android. And then having a whole bunch an Android. And by putting a Type-C port, you're making it more of an Android. So the only thing that's really different is the camera quality, the ISO, and the unique boxes and wrapping, all the support teams and stuff like that, that are killer compared to Samsung's. Anyways, I'm really, really not happy, but there are some good positives. Apple might increase the brightness to a higher amount, but also the cameras in the back might have become a little bit bigger to so a little bit more lighting, and there might be an astro mode. Finally, on an iPhone, we've always had night mode. We've always had it for a long time. But what a lot of people are saying is that the base phone will have an astro mode. So that's the 14 and the 14 Max. But the Pros, the 14 Pro and the 14 Pro Max, those two phones will have not just astro mode, but a scientific kind of telephoto mode. Telescope, sorry. Mm. I can't pronounce words today. I'm so tired. They'll have a telescope mode. So you can have a James telescope mode. And that's gonna be incredible, but is it? I mean, sure. By including it, it's gonna be used, but only by the people who are actually buying the Pro because they want that feature. I think a lot of people will just buy the Pro because of maybe an extra camera, the faster display with the bigger screen, or if Apple is going to stick with the same chip with the 14 14 Pro Max, sorry, the 14 and the 14 Max, then they might want to want, they might want to get a new chip, so they might buy a Pro, and then that feature is not going to be used by really anyone. My dad has a 13 Pro Max, and we got it to him as a gift, but he barely uses cinematic mode. I actually am the only person in the house. He says, okay, let's use cinematic mode to shoot this family video or something that looks good. And then they use it, but then afterwards they'll never use it unless I ask them to use it for a video or something. So, will it become a useless feature or will it become a good feature? That's the real, the real point of what I'm trying to make. Useful or not useful? I think it's going to be big midway. 50-50. I think some people will use it, think it's a cool feature, and then the other 50 people won't be using it as much because they'll find it unimportant and not worth it for them. Finally, I'm really, really happy because Apple's charging speeds are slow. Yes, that's right, Apple might increase their charging speeds. It's always been 20 watts standard, but they might bump it up to 3 watts or even 35 watts as such meaning that you can charge your iphone faster by new though this might only be on the new iphones because of the chips and the batteries and stuff like that so they might have 20 watts for the regular 14 and 14 max but the 14 pro and 14 pro max will have a very fast 35 watts or 30 watts thank you apple that's great now if you look at this entire lineup it's actually actually not a really strong lineup Compared to the 13 or even the 12, I feel like Apple's not really taking a lot of changes in their phone. The design has been the same for the last four years. And the camera hardware has barely changed the last seven years. And 
really, I hope that Apple doesn't stick with the same chip for the 14 and 14 Max. Because otherwise, oh, there's going to be a lot of issues. I think there's going to be a lot of backlash. And I think Apple knows that, but they might do it to save costs, but also push people to the more pro phones, like the Pro and the Pro Max. But I hope they don't do that. Because there are a lot of people, and this is a fun fact, that will buy the regular phones, like the 14 and 40 Max, compared to the Pros. Samsung actually showed this off a couple of years ago with the S20. You might remember the S20 Ultra was a powerful camera set, but here's the thing. Samsung said that the last the sales of the S20 Ultra was only for one month. The, the graph, like if you see the graph of when people buy, the regular S20 and S20 Plus were way at the bottom, just keeping and trickling. Well, the Ultra skyrocketed for the first month. But then after that, the Ultra sales fell and the S20 and even most likely and sorry, more profoundly the S20 Plus went up. The S20 Plus became the better selling phone because it was cheaper and it was a reasonable phone that had good specs and wasn't trying to have ridiculous features that no one would use. So Apple has two ways. They can either play it off as going with the same shape, same same camera, same everything. But then you might as well just buy a 13. It's going to be cheaper, it's still going to get plenty of software updates. And it might even get the same software updates with the way that Apple is going with chopping away phones because the latest update removes every phone up from the iPhone 6s to the iPhone 7 plus not getting any software updates so the way Apple's changing the software and then making it so that the phones need more power you might end up buying the 14 and then the 14 and the 13 might want to get the same software update they might stop with the same software because of the backlash that's happening with this I really really hope that Apple can take a step back and be like, hey, can we make it a different chip, new body, uh, front design is going to be a bit different, new camera system. And they, I hope that the features don't become out of hand so that people that just want 120 hertz and the chip and stuff like that have to buy a pro phone when they can just buy a regular phone because it's still what they want. If Apple even just went as far as put the new chip, missed some side camera improvements and got rid of the notch, I think that would sell like crazy. It become better, it become faster, it becomes everything new. And then on top of that, they make the charges faster. You got some money, Apple. And I really just hope that this phone becomes cohesive. I think more people buy the regular phone. And if Apple goes the route of putting the old chip, then no one's gonna buy that phone. Then mine will buy a 13, like I am keep saying, because the 13 is still going to get soft properties, it's still going to be a great phone, it's still going to perform the best. And then Apple, even if you put a new 90Hz display on those phones, please do it. Here's the thing, like, like I was saying in the beginning, when something, an Apple does something, every other manufacturer will do it because now it's important. Because Apple's very high on top, so they're going to do that. So, if Apple does 90Hz refresh rates, then every other phone will be forced to ring 90 or even above like the google phones like which have 90 hertz refresh rates and they might have to go up to 120 which will be incredible what i'm saying apple is don't fool yourselves people buy the old phones if someone asks me if the 14 becomes the same as the last year's phone i'm gonna say go for the 13 because it's gonna get everything you want and everything you need but it's gonna be cheaper and it's also gonna be the same phone with just 
same because this phone is going to be the same. It's going to be the same with that phone as well. And even if you, I think if you forget the camera upgrades, forget the chip, forget everything. If you just do one thing, three things, put a new, remove the notch and put it with a hole punch, get 90 hertz, and then go out of your way to put a new chip, the performance is going to go absolutely up top of the roof. People will buy that phone, and then I can actually recommend the 14 to basically 50 to 75%, to even 90% of you, I mean. 10%, I'm going to recommend the 13 because the 13 might still be better for most people. So where did I leave us? The watch is lifted right into it. After this short segue, probably can go get some water. Bye. So let's talk about the watch A. The watch on my wrist right now is the Series 6. And that's a killer, this is a killer watch. The Series 7 brought up small changes, you know, some biking features, bigger screen, keyboard, and a new chip. Okay, but this year we're actually expected to have a lot of changes. Number one, the watch is becoming rounded like a Galaxy watch. Thank you, Samsung. First of all, Apple. It's gonna be nice and round, it's gonna be flat, like the current watch with a curvature in it. And it's gonna be incredible. It's gonna have all the sensors like the last watch, and it's gonna be an incredible watch. It's also gonna be having a keyboard, maybe, but it's circular and they might not be able to put it. Oh no. And this is gonna be a watch we're looking at because not only that's gonna have the next watch of it, it's gonna have a new chip, it's supposedly gonna be a lot faster and it's going to be more rugged with titanium around it and the curvature is going to be it looks like an actual watch compared to looking like actually i don't mind this design it looks really nice but there are some important things to keep in mind number one apple might come up with even an a pro the a pro like how Samsung has the 5 pro will include some incredibly new features new designs pro colors maybe a bigger screen probably and it'll have better software support a keyboard a faster chip and even a better battery life this watch gets me through a day and a half no not even a day and a half yeah a day and a half i charged this phone yesterday i charged it two days ago in the night got up yesterday morning slapped it on my wrist and i've not had to charge it since then it's been incredible i really like trickle charge like a little bit of battery in it for like 10 for like six ten not even six seven like seven eight minutes it's lost me so and that's incredible. But what Apple might do is with the 8, they might go out of their way to make it an even more killer battery. Maybe two days, even three days of battery life, which is gonna be incredible for people who wear their watch 24 seven. And they already move it maybe when they're having a shower or something like that. Like they watch, they use it in a sleep even. So that's gonna be incredible. I think a lot of people might go for a pro because they might have a better battery life and better performance and all that stuff. But Keep in mind that they can have better performance, they can have all of that. But remember, like I said, the graphs. More people are gonna go for the base model. And I think Apple should also have the base model have a good battery life. 
the same one and a half one day and a half is already good making a little bit more maybe two days maybe two days and three qu three quarters that now you got my attention now but really this is a killer phone with a killer price set sorry this watch is gonna be a killer watch no matter what one which one you look at i feel though personally a lot of people are gonna opt for the eight because it's gonna be cheaper it's still gonna have a good battery life it's still gonna have all the performance and stuff like that the pro is really for athletes in my opinion because what they're gonna be doing with the pro is more things like better cycle tracking or better riding tracking and better sensors and higher quality sensors and bigger sensors compared to this one uh, compared to the other wash but the big thing that might, they might be doing here is alcohol tracking so if you drink alcohol i'm young i can't drink but if you drink alcohol then this can be able to detect that the alcohol coming through your body so there's actually a really interesting thinking and i heard this from marcus Brownlee. Um, if the Apple Watch can then track your alcohol with the 8 or even the 8 Pro, that's, I hope it's both. I hope I don't have to pay extra for that feature, but if you can buy both and have alcohol tracking, then a couple of things. Number one, when it detects you have too much alcohol, it can shock you or something like that to let you know, don't have that alcohol, more alcohol. It can also update doctors with the system that Apple's making that you can type that information in. So doctors can be identified or just use your watch to see how much alcohol you drank. So that's why you might not be feeling well but also that cars you can't drink and drive okay so what is saying is that if the apple watch has an alcohol tracker then apple can use apple carplay or you know with their own car hopefully please apple. i think it's gonna be really good if you make an apple car are we sure it's gonna have a charger and windows in the box or will it have a box even well, I divide the tires separately. Apple jokes aside, though, if Apple has their own car in the future, or even with Apple CarPlay, some cars can even integrate the feature of this watch, being able to use the alcohol sensor to send a notification to your phone, so that when you plug your phone in, it doesn't allow you to start driving. That's a bit more complicated because that means you have to do hardware, so like the car doesn't turn on or something like that, and that's kind of complicated. But I think it will take a little bit of time. The software would have to be open and it would have to take a bit of time to develop something like that so you can detect the alcohol and then send a trigger to your phone and send the trigger to the car the car doesn't do in but if you do it less risky driving less people are gonna die in car accidents less car accidents in general i think it's gonna be killer anyways i have a, i have don't have a lot to say about the watches as of now hopefully you subscribe so that when the video when they do the whole production and the incredible quality that Apple has their videos on. When, you, when I see it, hopefully within the next two days, I'll have a video on my reactions with that. I hope it's gonna be a killer, I think that's gonna be a killer event. I'm excited. I'm in the UAE as of right now, so the events are like nine, but I'm gonna try to stay up and see it, so I went there. So hopefully you see it. Anyways, thank you so much for watching. Um, if you're on the podcast, because I'm going to take this and make an audio and put it on the podcast as well. Thank you for listening. If you're watching this, thank you for watching this. Um, if you are a podcast listener, watch my last podcast episode. Quite an interesting about the fold and the flip four. And if you are a video watcher watching the video right now, go back to my last video. I recently wrote about some of the five best apps for students. 
but if you're more not a student and you're somebody who just wants to know about the software and hardware then watch my video about ios 16. let's talk about that home screen see you soon bye bye